0: Yo, 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 what's going on? It's Kilo. Be back for another episode of the regular podcast on the regular network. Clear my throat real quick. I should have taken a drink of water before I started. But what's going on with y'all, man? Hope y'all been enjoying uh, seeing me in the video version. You know, I only used to do audio. All y'all remember those days. And, uh, you know, we're we stepping it up a notch with the video. I feel like video is winning right now. So even though most of the consumption of the regular podcast is still in audio format, I think more people might want to see it also because I could throw pictures up there and everything like that. Make sure y'all go subscribe to the YouTube channel, The Regular Network on YouTube. Also visit www.theregularnetwork.com shop if you want to get some merch um if you want some of this cool stuff you know it's famcoin.com and uh that's all i got for y'all on the intro tip because it's it's a lot of stuff to happen this week honestly and i'm not gonna be able to get into all of it but i did want to touch on some of it because some of it is super interesting all right now gonna the rapper that is caught up in this YSL Rego case, he just got denied bond once again, they are maintaining that Gunnar is a a general, and he's dangerous to the free world, if they feel like if they let him out, he will cause havoc, he might get some snitches killed, that's what they think, I don't think so, I'm going to be real, if there was ever a time when you could say somebody is being railroaded, it's Gunnar. Gunner right now is being railroaded, and what that means, they're just forcing him into this situation because they want him to snitch. That's what I think. I think they want Gunner to tell on Thug, honestly. This is, and the DA, and, and the Fulton County District Attorney has said many times that this YSL crew has caused violence and havoc throughout the, uh, the, the Cleveland Avenue community for years, right? Gunna's not from there. Gunna wasn't around there until he signed a record deal. So pretty much, he, he's only involved with YSL for music business. So the fact that they have him, the fact that they know that, and they still have him tied in, they won't even give him a bond. It's because they want him to tell. They want They want to put so much pressure on him. They want him to sit for so long that he just cracks because he doesn't want to do some significant amount of time for some things that he didn't do he's not part of that neighborhood so what what shots is he really calling in this supposed neighborhood gang right the whole indictment is talking about the neighborhood and things that happened in and around that neighborhood but yet they suck somebody in that's not even from there yeah they definitely want that man to tell okay and it's a bad situation for gunner you know they like to they like to when it comes to black men, honestly, it's guilty by association. That's not the case with anybody else. Guilty by association is just a figure of speech when it comes to other people. It deals with things like, you know, if you, are, if you hang with a crew of hoes, all of y'all are hoes, or if you hang with like, you know, crooked, uh, you know, dirty politicians or something like that, all of y'all probably do dirty stuff. But when it comes to black men, it's actually guilty, like in the, in the court system. Guilty by association, meaning they'll lock you up because your friends commit crimes. That's what black men have to go through all the time. Like your friends are committing crimes, you get caught with your friends. All of y'all are, are guilty, right? Even though the because the, the, the police know what's going on. You understand? I'm not in the streets. Me and other people that's in it that live in Atlanta, we know what's going on. Gunner's not involved with that. What's going on? Okay, let's be let's be real. All right. So it's effed up. And then another thing that's, that's kind of connected to this whole trial. So a guy is in his apartment, right, in Atlanta, East Point. East Point is a suburb. For all you people that are not in Atlanta, East Point is a suburb, like, immediately south of Atlanta. And he's in his apartment at East Point. You know, neighbors call the police. He's laying on the floor with his girlfriend in a pool of blood. She's dead." So he's crying to the police like, some intruders broke in the house, they shot my girlfriend, I had a struggle with them and they shot my girlfriend, or whatever. Some time went on, the police kept on collecting statements from different people, him included, and he just came out and admitted that he shot the girl in the face, shot and killed his girlfriend. While this young man is confessing to shooting and killing his girlfriend, right, he blurts out or he just says, I'm Young Thug's nephew. Why? Now, it is true, he is Young Thug's nephew. They say he's the son of Young Thug's oldest sister, so he really is his nephew. But this man is fighting a RICO case for violent crimes. In, this, in the, the, the immediate area that you're in In Atlanta And you feel like One of the first things you need to tell a police officer After you just shot somebody Is that young thug is my uncle Why? I want one of y'all to tell me why Because imagine you fighting this case and, and you hear from the jails That these, this man have told everybody He's your nephew though Because guess what all of the headlines say right now all of, Every single headline None of them have this boy's name they all say Young Thug's nephew arrested for murdering girlfriend. That's what all the headlines are saying. They don't mention him. They mention Young Thug's nephew. Come on, man. People, people do things and they don't think about them, especially younger people. I don't know how old the boy was, but especially like younger people, man. Y'all just, y'all just get to acting, then you get to talking. Come on, man. Come on. Thug is thuggy. Listen, this is my first time talking about uh, the YSL case in, you know, on camera or whatever. Thug, you in for a ride, brother. They want you. This is the reason why they didn't make this RICO a blood RICO. They didn't want it to be your blood set. They wanted it specifically to be a YSL RICO case because they wanted to make you the head of it. If they would have done a Rico case that was for the Bloods in, in that part of Atlanta, they couldn't have used you as the head ringleader of it all. So they wouldn't have been able to charge you as a ringleader who called all the shots. They speci- specifically chose to make it a YSL Rico. They, the target is Thug. So he can't, I, the way I feel, the way this whole case is set up, he can't even tell his way out of this. They, he's the target, so there's no telling that's going to help him. Not to say he was going to tell, I'm just saying he's the target, right? They want everybody else to tell on him, and some people are, clearly. It's a sad day out here, man. Sad day out here. Did y'all see Rilla? Glow Rilla signed to, to, to Cocaine Music Group, CMG, signed to Yo Gotti. They got a nice roster over there, man. CMG. It caused a lot of conversation because they put a video out, right, and the video was like it had Rilla and her homegirls hop out the SUV and they they met Gotti on a private jet where she fake signed some papers and he gave her a big, big stack of money, big, big, big amount of money, $500,000 in cash. Listen, first, before I even give my opinion on the signing, right, y'all got to relax, okay? That video was for celebration purposes that wasn't the actual contract signing what are y'all talking, everybody like oh my god where's her lawyers at how's how she gonna sign, she'll be broke in a year because she's signing papers without having a lawyer there's no way y'all watched that video and thought that was the actual contract signing like don't y'all know that when there's, there's a contract signing the label also has a lawyer present too and normally her representation will be there Like they, they don't even You don't even want to be seen in 2022 As the label that's signing an artist without a lawyer They just wouldn't even do that now It looks bad on them to sign an artist That doesn't have a lawyer Okay, so that, that just doesn't make sense They were celebrating, it's a promotional video That's why they're showing a private jet Nice SUV, everybody's dressed nicely You know Big, big bag of money Like it's all for promotion It's all advertising, it's marketing Okay, and it's a good rollout actually because in the hip hop space everybody was talking about it. What I think about it, I think it's a good move. Um, I think that CMG is popping right now. A young female, y'all, y'all let me know because this is what I'm thinking, right? I haven't seen a young rap female come in the game with like a crew a rap crew. Normally when you see a, and this, I don't, I don't know all the rappers, all the female rappers or all the rappers period, but y'all let me know. I mean City Girls is a group, but that's not a, like a crew, you know what I'm saying it's a group. Those two are both performers. Glorilla is coming in with like her little gang with her, these girls. When have we seen like a a rap female come in like that? Normally we see rap girls get signed, it's normally them by themselves and you and and all their music is about how all the friends is fake and everybody switched up on them. But Glow coming in with like a squad of girls with her. They all rap too. And some of them nice. But you know, have we seen this? Like I like the energy of, you know, this is this is my crew. This is like um this is like watching Bobby Smurder for real. this, is how I felt when I seen Bobby Smurder get signed, and then all of his guys was with him, and they started trying to make music. I mean, if they wouldn't have got in legal trouble, you probably would have seen a lot more rappers come out of that whole GS9 thing. You know what I'm saying? So I like it. I don't, y'all remind y'all, let me know because I don't remember any like rap females coming out with like a, just a squad behind them of girls that's from their hood or from wherever from before they got signed. Like, think about like Cardi. Cardi was just pretty much with her sister. Star Brim started popping up, but that's not like a rap crew. Her sister don't rap, Star Brim don't rap. You know what I'm saying? Nicki Minaj, she didn't have no crew with her, no female crew with her. Like, I, li- I like the energy, man. Glorilla she's bringing a certain type of energy, and her. her style is really, even though I think she's from Memphis, her style, like, you could tell she's really influenced by um, Chicago Drill. Highly influenced by Chicago drill. I heard somebody say that even her name is like her paying homage to Chicago. With the you know Chief Keef's crew is the Glory Boys, but I think it's because her name is um, her name is Gloria, so I'm guessing that's where Glorilla come from. But I mean, it could also be because in Chicago they call a lot of people say Chicago Rilla. Like, so who knows? But I know she definitely is drill inspired. Her music is for sure drill. I think she's fired, though, man. Shout to her for having her friends with her. Them, them girls, I think they're going to have some fire features when, they, when she put her project or her mixtape or album out. Because some of them girls can rap. I mean, some of them are better than her. So she just had the hit, which the hit is how you kick the door in for everybody else. So I wouldn't be surprised if she get a label deal very shortly. The rest of the artists that work with Yo Gotti, he pretty much shows all of them how to get label deals. Because they all have them. And they all put their friends on So I I would like to see You know her get a label deal We haven't seen Again with this crew thing We haven't seen no young females Come in rapping And get a label deal Right off the jump And put some other girls on I I definitely want to see that That would be fire That will for sure be fire Y'all let me know what y'all think About GloRilla getting signed You know I think I think We're going to see some good things from her Even if Let's just say we don't see anything good in the future from her she had one one good hit right fnf fnf fn word free. if if you was able to you know finesse a big bag out of just one song and then you can go do shows and make a whole millions more dollars over the next two years or whatever that's a good life some people think like every artist that gets signed is supposed to Go on and become Drake or some, or aspire to be the biggest artist in the world. Like, everybody's not gonna be that big. Some people will be one hit wonders, and one hit wonders make a lot of money, especially nowadays when these artists are getting a hundred thousand for a show. You know, you hear people like Lil Baby saying four hundred thousand, half a million. You know, they're saying Drake getting a couple million a show. Like, these artists, if you just need one hit now more than ever, because one hit we Will get you all type of shows That'll at least buy you one or two albums That people will listen to and at least judge you And Listen man I salute it I salute it man I'm about to move on because I haven't heard a lot of people talking about this I've seen a couple people Like mention it but Not, not really discuss it a whole lot This um, Ice Cube deal With the NFL You know Ice Cube I guess teamed up With Ice Cube and his partners you know, they have a company called Contract with Black America Institute, and they teamed up with the NFL, and the NFL is supposedly giving them $100 million. Now, you know, when they talk about this $100 million deal, I don't know exactly how they will give that, if they're just straight up giving them $100 million, or if they are going to work with them to split up $100 million between a bunch of different black businesses and causes. Honestly... I hope the NFL just gives them the money and lets them do uh, uh, further the mission of the contract with black America, but I don't know. So essentially um, a couple years ago Ice Cube started this movement called Contract with Black America and he wanted to meet with politicians and talk about a specific plan for black people in America, right, a plan specifically for black people in America. So. He wanted to meet with Donald Trump and he wanted to meet with Joe Biden, both who were running for president at the time in 2020. I guess Trump agreed to meet with him, but Biden either ignored him or de- declined a meeting. So that was a big thing a couple years ago, a lot of people were discussing it, some people was calling Ice Cube a sellout for meeting with Trump, some people were saying how could y'all call him a sellout, he's just trying to do the political work, you're supposed to meet with both sides. So. You know, it was a real polarizing thing, a lot of people talked about it, the the jokesters joked about it, whatever, but I guess he didn't give up on it when Trump lost and Biden got in office. He didn't give up on it, he kept going, and I guess they shifted the focus a little bit to not just government, but they want to attack sports leagues, professional sports leagues who they say make a large percentage of their revenue off of black labor. Which would be the athletes right and I guess the first target was the NFL because you have such a large percentage of black players and such little representation in executive positions and coaching so they said let's start with the NFL so I think that I think um 100 million is a great number to get from just one organization and according to Ice Cube they want to take it up in the billions they want to keep on getting money from the NFL but they are going to go after what they said every major sporting league that makes a significant amount of money with black labor, so they're going to hit up NBA, NFL, NCAA, Um, who else, I don't think MLB would be considered that because they don't have a large percentage of black American labor in the MLB, for sure the NBA and the NFL and the NCAA, those are for sure targets, Um, I think it's interesting man, y'all should check out ContractWithBlackAmerica.us they have their plan on their, you know, their plans are pretty good. They they have this whole contract, a 41-page contract, things that they want to see, things that they want to see happen, you know, people who they feel should be a part of it as far as financially responsible for helping out, you know. They talk about representation, lending reform, justice reform, constitutional amendments, police reform, entertainment reform. You know, they have sports initiatives. They have concerning black women, neo, neo-reconstruction. I did think it was interesting, though, that they have a section specifically for concerning black women, concerns regarding black women, right? But they don't have the same for black men. I'm assuming when you, when you do something like that, it makes it seem like contract with black America as a whole is for black men and not black people because you have a subsection specifically for black women. So it's almost like, oh yeah, we won't forget y'all. So I don't, that's a little bit weird to me. I I hope that they explain that. I don't remember anybody explaining that to me or explaining that anywhere. Okay. Cause I would, I would, you know, you don't really want black women to feel left out. If you give them this little subsection, it you know, it kind of feels like, it's just an afterthought that they added in there so that they wouldn't get backlash, you know what I'm saying, or like they added, because black women were included in all the other stuff, so so it's like they added them in there to kind of pander to hope that they would promote it more because some a lot of black women were the most critical of the contract with black America when it first went public when they were meeting with Trump. So you know when they were talking about how black men are the weakest link in the voting, because you know, more black men voted for Republicans than black women did, even though both groups voted Democrat at over 80%, it makes no sense, but whatever, you know, we talked about that on the last podcast, y'all can go back and check that out, but I think the, I think, I think, um, I'm honestly, when I first read the news, I thought, I thought Cube had taken some hush money, like when I seen the headline at first. I thought, I thought Cube took some, head, um, some hush money, man, and I was about to, kill, I was about to come in here and bash shit and all that type of stuff, but then I had to read into it, and I realized that this was just the start, and they are coming for a lot more. They're, they're attempting to come for a lot more, and they're not going to stop until they feel like they get a whole bunch more money from different sporting leagues, and then I guess they're going to move on to the government again. So I'm not mad at it, man. Y'all, y'all, let me know what y'all think about it. Uh, I I want people to remember. I want people to remember. It's almost impossible to do this thing and progress in this country, and we f- and and we feel like we can only do business with one side. You see what I'm saying? Like you, can't, black people can't afford to only. Work with liberal white businesses Like we just can't afford It It honestly doesn't even make sense Because the way that these other groups get ahead Is they'll take money from anybody They'll take our money even if they hate us You understand what I'm saying? Like they don't need to like us to take our money They don't need to agree with us politically, financially, socially They don't care They want the money because that's what will help them get what they're trying to get and we have to be a little bit more like that when it comes to... It's not to say, you know, we don't need to take money that comes with an agenda and a script that we need to follow. No, we just take the money. Because when we, when we go around and give people our money, we don't give them a list of demands with our money. We just give them our money. That's what we need to do. Take these people's money and, and keep it pushing. Don't give them any power in the organization. Take the money. I don't know what stipulations the NFL has with the money that they gave to... Ice Cube and his organization, but I'm hoping that they they kept it honest. I hope Cube didn't fall for the okie doke, which he's a smart dude, so I don't think that he would, but like I said, we need to be open to working with all sides when it comes to us fundraising for our causes, okay? Now, we, we were just talking about sports leagues and, you know, how black labor it's pretty much the driving force behind all this. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a wild thing that Britney Griner just pleaded guilty in Russia to pretty much possession of weed, and they they charge her with smuggling. So she pleaded guilty to it, and and her thing was like, I guess she felt like she pleaded, pleading guilty would make the Russian authorities feel better and make it feel like she is giving up and not fighting them so that maybe they'll be a little bit more lenient when it comes to time to sentence her now it it's a tough situation I see some people just talking about you know keep her over there she shouldn't have been breaking their laws over there and you know Brittany Griner is stupid for trying to carry weed through a country that America has conflicts with I get that I'm not gonna lie because you have to be super on point especially if you're a traveling black person going to places with very 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 small sympathy for blackness okay and honestly this really don't even have I mean this is definitely I feel race related but nationality related but they have' they, they're taking their opportunity right now to lock up a high profile American. you know what I'm saying they they they're taking that opportunity and they are making it a big deal. I will say um supposedly because I wanted to see like I wanted to look up like is Russia really normally like this when it comes to weed and stuff because I'm not understanding you know, why some people are just saying, yo, keep her, and then other people saying, oh, she's "Low, wrongly, she's wrongly arrested and all this type of stuff, like, let me just read something to y'all. In 2004, Russia revisited its drug laws to make possession of up to 20 grams of cannabis an administrative offense and not subject to incarceration. The country took a step back in 2006 when the government canceled RF government decree Number 231 of May uh, 2004, thus scaling the amount back down to six grams. Since then, six grams or more of cannabis is considered a large amount, and more than 100 grams is considered an exceptionally large amount. Both can result in years-long prison sentence. Anything less than six grams of cannabis uh, can result in a fine or corrective labor. So that piece right there is where a lot of Americans are saying, they should just let her out because it's such a small amount of, of weed or su- such a small amount of THC oil. It doesn't cross their threshold where they feel like prison should be the punishment for it. But she's being held and she's been held for months now, right? However, Russia has been known though to be super strict when it comes to drug incarceration. Like they don't play that over there like it says as of june 2019 moscow reported that russia has the highest per capita number of people in prison for crime for drug crimes in europe okay so in russia they don't play around with that they lock people up that's their thing they like to lock people not to say they like to lock people up but that's what they do when it comes to drug crimes in russia they lock people up the problem is though they say if it's less than six grams of cannabis, it can result in a fine or corrective labor. So off the rip, we already know she's being held because of political reasons, because she has not broken their threshold, and actually, it's such a small amount they normally wouldn't even lock them up. They just charge you a fine. It's called an administrative crime, right? Is that what they called it? No, an administrative offense. That's what they consider it. So pretty much like, you know, just like a citation here in America. Is something you can go to court, pay a fine or pay a fine on a line or whatever and go about your business. That's pretty much what it is normally. But since she's American, she's a foreigner. You know, when you're in a foreign country and you commit a crime, it's looked at as more of a thing than if you're a local committing a crime. Right? So they're saying she pled guilty and they're saying that she can face up to 10 years in prison for this. Which is, you know, that's just like the headline thing. Because 10 years in prison would be like the max for drug possession and smuggling it doesn't doesn't mean they'll give her anywhere near that it doesn't even mean that they'll give her any more time other than time served when it's time to sentence her the problem is though that she's a foreigner to them okay so they could be they could definitely be trying to make an example i guess today you know her wife brittany griner's wife uh let me let me get her name to put a little respect on it sherelle griner received a letter back from President Biden, because Britney Griner wrote President Biden a letter pretty much begging for him to help her get out of jail. And he didn't respond at first but now he's writing back, and he wrote back to her wife and he pretty much was saying like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on Brittany Griner's side, I'm gonna do everything I can to get her out, that's pretty much what he's saying. We don't know if that's true or not but that is what he said and it made the family feel good, it made Sherelle feel good, and it supposedly Sherelle said that it, it brings joy to Brittany Griner as well So, you know, if they if they feel like Biden and his administration is doing all they can to get her out That's all we can hope for, honestly But I'm going to be real with y'all In America, y'all got some nerve And I'm not talking about a lot of the black people that's pushing for her to get out I'm talking about America as a whole You know, you kind of got some nerve trying to tell Russia to let her out But be real America, you have an exceptional amount of people locked up for weed in the federal drug system I mean in the federal prison system Honestly, this is a, this is a pot kettle situation here First of all, I'm not even going to say This is a pot kettle situation here Y'all going to tell, tell Russia to let Brittany Griner out of jail for something that they consider illegal when y'all have a whole bunch of people in jail for the same thing Right in this country It's like we, we And this is why people say y'all, y'all care about celebrities too much We going hard fighting for Brittany Griner And I'm not mad at that The problem is there's people right here Every day locked up for the same thing In federal prison Maybe it's not that small of an amount But it's the same thing Trying to move around with weed And they got locked up It happens to so many people here And it has happened for a long time And there are so many people that are still locked up so y'all are fighting about some Russian laws That have nothing to do with us In Russia they found a person That was breaking a crime in their country And they locked that person up We don't like it, right? It's fine, we don't like it But We can't tell them to let people out When we have a bunch of people locked up here For the same thing I, you, Y'all gotta relax with that Gotta relax you gotta relax but shout out to Brittany Griner, man. We, we, you know, we rocking with you. I hope that, I hope they don't keep trying to hold you for that, man. That's just, that's nutty. You know, we watch Brittany Griner pretty much. I mean, she's like my age, but I've been watching her career for a long time, and you know, you don't want to see nobody locked up for no weed. Like us, as as the black people who have been, we've been against this for a long time. We've been saying y'all need to let these people out. Y'all locking up drug dealers like they are serial killers or something like that. We've been saying that, us. But America as a whole, just don't, don't act like Russia is on some, something crazy right now. This is what y'all do. This is what y'all do for sure. Um, but the last like news thing I wanted to get into was this mass shooting in Highland Park, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. This guy named Robert Crimo or Crimo, we should just call him Robert Crimo because he's a crime, he's a crime uh, sicko, a terrorist. He went to a pretty much like a 4th of July parade in Highland Park on the 4th of July and uh, committed a massacre. You know, he killed seven people and wounded a bunch of other people. They say he, he like went on top of a building in, like, a sniper position with a with a Smith & Wesson MP-15 and, like, shot 83 rounds down at people, hit a bunch of people. You know, he paralyzed a little kid from the neck down, boys, or was it from, was from the waist down? Paralyzed a little 8-year-old boy from the waist down, killed seven other people. You know, 21-year-old, you know, weirdo boy, Robert Crime Crime-O, the third, you know... I mean, it's just a lot of sick terrorists out here, man, and you got to call them what they are. for. And, and when the story first happened, they kept on calling him a person of interest, and I just don't understand why they have such a hard time using these, like, harsh, descriptive words for white criminals when they commit crimes like this. Like, person of interest should never be said. He's a criminal. He's a fugitive. He, he's a suspected terrorist. He's, you know, he's terroristic in nature. The, the, the boy has been threatening violence for years now. Something happened a couple years ago with this kid, with this boy when he was when he was 18 years old. They had to call, his family had to call the police on him because he was in the house threatening everybody, saying he was going to kill his family and all this type of stuff. And the family took his threat seriously because he, he has like just a whole bunch of knives in his room. I guess one of his younger siblings or something like that was so scared that he was going to actually do it that they wouldn't even go in the house until something was done. So the police had to come to us come into the house, take all the knives out the house because he I guess he just had a collection of knives in his room like not kitchen knives like weapon type of knives that you would go hunting with stuff like that. The police went and, and confiscated all his knives right the boy clearly was dealing with some depression or whatever he was depressed talking about killing himself and killing his family this was years ago the the I'm looking at this Yahoo News article and they're talking about his, his mom and dad could possibly face charges because they enabled him to get the weapons that he bought, that he committed this crime with. I guess his dad sponsored his, um, sponsored his application when he went to go buy a weapon. But if you, have a, if you have, I put this on the police, once again we have a mass shooter, a terrorist, that police had records of and contact with for other threats of violence previous to their mass killing How many times are we going to see this? Like of all the people that committed these recent mass murders or whatever almost all of them the police knew about ahead of time because of some other thing that they did that put them on notice For instance, in this situation here they, they they, took his knives out of his room. He was threatening violence against everybody in his family. And then at another point, the boy tried to kill himself with a machete. I'm just thinking, like, what, what were you doing with the machete that you was going to kill yourself? A machete is not small. So this is yet another mass killer that police had record of, knew about, and yet they're saying that, I guess, his parents are supposed to get in trouble because... His application got approved with his dad's signature. Why does it? Shouldn't the police have had some type of record or some type of flag in the, in the system that says this kid has mental health issues? Or shouldn't because this is Illinois. From what I from what I remember hearing, that Illinois has strict gun laws. If I'm not mistaken, so how was he approved anyway? He should it, it should have been flagged everywhere for him to not get approved for a weapon. That's not. His parents went and did the process. They went and signed paperwork and did all this type of stuff. So what, what are y'all going to charge him with? Charge the police for not locking him up a long time and going to a mental hospital. And I don't advocate for people to get locked up. But in a mental facility, in a mental institution, so he can get some, you know, so they can drug him out of his mind and, and sit him down so he can't even talk, get him out of here, man. You, you, you know, you went to a 4th to a of July parade and shot 83 rounds of probably what, what does an MP15 hold? Five, five, six rounds, or what? Seven, six, twos? I'm not sure, but you know, you shot assault rifle rounds at a whole bunch of people trying to celebrate this uh, little Fourth of July thing going on. So, you know, the boy's are sicko. They should call him Robert Sicko. I don't know if it's Crimo or Crimo. I'ma call him Crimo and Sicko. The boy's the boy's nasty, man. I don't have any more news for y'all, but look, I did want to, again, y'all, I'm, I'm telling y'all, we trying to do some righteous debates, we trying to do some regular debates, I have a couple guests coming up soon, you know, one one guest that I have coming up, he's a black conservative, I think it's going to be interesting, a real interesting conversation, you know. I wouldn't even, it'll be interesting, because I really just want to know his story, because I used to know him back in the day, and I want to know, like, what, what made him cause a shift, but it seems like a lot of a lot of his talking points now are just things that irritate the masses of black people, so he would be like a, you know, he's very closely in line with Candace Owens, which is fine with me, you know, I don't have a problem talking to anybody, I, I can have a conversation, me and him won't be debating, but I did want to tell y'all, hit me up so we can debate, man, there's too many people that have been coming at me for too many years, and now nobody wants to come on camera and get it and get it going like don't get scared now you know i can consume a lot of information in a very short amount of time i'm not running from it and i I don't like i said you pick the topic it it is what it is i don't mind again before i say anything else make sure y'all subscribe to the channel the regular network on youtube subscribe like and share comment all that stuff on this video as well I ever tell y'all about the time I tried to wax my head I did want to tell y'all about that I thought I had outsmarted the hair care system or or the beauty industry right because I'm like man I'm bald I'm I, I went bald or whatever cut all my hair off and I uh I went bald and tried to use a razor on my head I just broke out real bad like my my hair can't my skin on my head my scalp can't take the razor, break out too bad. And when I use like trimming clippers or trimmers, it doesn't get close enough so my body is not as clean as I want it to be. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Because waxing, waxing can't be hard, right? So I'm like, y'all, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to get a wax kit off of Amazon, right? So I go get me the wax warmer, I get about two pounds of wax beads. I get me my wooden stick so I can spread it on my head and all that good stuff, right? I order that, it comes through. So I'm ready to use it, and uh, I mean this is very simple. I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like this is easy. I don't even understand why nobody else would ever not do this. This is the easiest solution to, so you can get the cleanest bald head, right? So. I go, I, I do a little strip of wax on my head after it warms up and everything. I do a little strip of wax on my head, but I had trimmed my hair ball I mean, trimmed it completely off first because I'm thinking that it'll work better the shorter my hair was. I'm I'm thinking like, that's the best way. You know, you trim it real short, then you just rip the rest out. But no, I clearly I'm a rookie in this wax game, right? So it didn't work at all. It didn't work because... You know, wax needs more hair to grab onto, so you have to let it grow out a little bit, and then the wax can grab the hair to rip it out. So cool, right? I let the hair grow out a little bit. You know, I had had the nasty bird's nests, all that good stuff going, whatever. I let it grow out, so I'm like, it's time to try this again. I put the wax on, right? So I start peeling a little bit, and then I realize... I've made a big mistake. It's not really coming like that. So then I try to rip it, because you know, when you do the wax, you can like, when you do the soft wax that you that you just spread on, on, you can peel like the edge of it like a little bit to give yourself some grip. So I did that a little bit, and then I tried to rip, and it just like didn't move <laughs> for real, right? So I just like pull, I'm like, oh man, I'm about to be one of these people. That's just like my hair is about to look super crazy now because now i am got wax stuck on my joint, right? So now I'm just like, man, shit. excuse me, a little uh, alarm, right? I'm just like pulling on it and it's not coming. So I'm like, oh boy, this is, this is a board mission, right? Roe first, way, no pun intended. This is a board mission, right? So I'm just thinking like, oh man, I thought I outsmarted the game, but this is what I found out. Like, your scalp. Is not like no other hair on your body Like it's different The hair's thicker It's just not the same I I don't know why I didn't think about that Like It's not the same Like I would not recommend If you're not a professional wax artist And I I was having a hard time understanding Why so many wax places were out here But none of them were saying That they wax bald heads I even went into a wax spot by my house And I was like Do y'all wax bald heads? They was like no I just never understood it. But then when I try to do it on myself, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. This thing will not come off. Like the hair is way thicker. It's like it's in there, it's rooted. The follicles are deeper, they're thicker, and they're in there way tighter. Like You try to try to wax your head. I, I challenge some of y'all. If y'all don't believe me, you try it. You could probably wax your face. You can wax everything else better than you can If you try to wax the top of your head is going to go a different way. And it's mainly because like I wasn't, I'm not, my hair didn't all just fall out, that type of bald. You know what I'm saying? I, I went bald because I just did my hairline was getting just too egregious for me. So I was like, nah, I'm going bald. So that so I'm saying that to say, my hair was still thick in certain places. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like weak. So trying to rip that out, I mean it just was a fail. Like it was just a sick fail. I might, I recorded it. I recorded myself doing it because I'm thinking I'm about to show the world like how easy it is to wax bald heads. This is so easy. Like I'm about to show everybody. So I'm, a, I'm probably gonna cut some videos of it in here. You know what I'm saying? Because I need y'all to see how goofy I was looking. You know, it's 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 all bad, but it's okay. I just you know I keep a hat handy. You know what I mean? Because I don't like that when I do the trim, it's just not clean like that. I want it to be completely like no hair, like how I see on TV. I don't know how to get those baldies that clean. Maybe because of a razor, but whatever. Well, listen, man, I'm not going to hold y'all up anymore. I need y'all to follow the movement everywhere. You know, we have a Reddit page now. It's called The Regular Topics. Go follow that on Instagram at The Regular Network, on Twitter at The Reg Podcast. you know, website is www.theregularnetwork.com excuse me youtube the regular network it's just real simple everywhere also go check out the other shows theregularnetwork.com shows we got other shows on there comfy couch building Destroy daily expanding culture with kilo you understand and the regular podcast is back man you feel me i uh, appreciate y'all for watching Hopefully the audio was good because I'm trying out a, a new mixer that I bought like 10 months ago, but I just haven't, or like eight months ago, but I just didn't try it out yet. So hopefully this audio was is, is good and crispy and, and audible for y'all. And peace out, man.